Hey y'all, welcome to Your Best Pet, Conversations with a Vet. My name is Dr. D, and I am here to educate you on the important topics you didn't know you needed to know. Communication is the key in any relationship, and I believe with my whole heart that if you are educated in a way that you can understand, that'll make you the best pet parent you can be. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everybody to another episode of Your Best Pet with me, Dr. D. And today we are going to talk about a topic that I get questions about all the time and I never really know how to answer people because it's different for every human on the planet. And what we're going to talk about today is something near and dear to my heart. Um, It is dogs, it's puppies, it's where you should get a puppy at. uh, As per the title of this episode, we are going to talk about uh, getting a dog from a breeder versus adopting a dog. Now, you may think, oh, I don't really care, it doesn't really matter. Or you may think, um, you know, you may have strong opinions about this topic. I'm not sure. Everybody has different views. And I thought today we would just kind of deep dive into pros and cons because I feel like most people who ask me this question are truly um, thinking about it from more of a moral lens or an ethical lens. But really, it's all about what you want and what's best for your family. So today we are going to dive in to pros and cons. Uh, the good things, the bad things, uh, and uh, we'll see what you guys think. So uh, let's go ahead and just jump right in with pros. Um, we'll do pros of each, and then we'll do cons of each, and then um, we'll go from there. Forgive me, I've been sick for about two weeks, um, getting over it. I still feel a little bit kind of stuffy, so if you hear me, sniffling a little bit. Sorry about that. Hopefully it doesn't affect the sound quality of today's episode. All right. So, uh, pros, let's just jump right in the pros of getting a dog from a rescue. You, you know, want another family member. You're ready to bring a new family member into your home. Um, and I'm talking about dogs specifically. Cats are a little bit of a different story. Um, dogs specifically for this episode. So, uh, you want to bring a dog into your home and you go to your local animal shelter and you start rooting around and looking for a new pup. Um, what are the pros? Well, pro number one, obviously you're rescuing a pet. You're giving a pet who didn't have a home, a home. Um, and you're saving a life. Um, you're giving it a new life, hopefully a better life than it had previously. Um, and it's getting a family, it's getting something that it didn't have before. And that to me is really special and really important. And that's a major reason for rescuing a dog from a shelter or a rescue organization. Um, There are a number of ways that dogs are classified as a quote-unquote rescue dog. Um, They could be from, you know, picked up from the streets. They could be, you know, you saw somebody, this happened a couple weeks ago, a family saw somebody throw a dog out of a window. Um, They pulled over to the side of the road, 
put the dog in their car and took it straight to the vet. Um, they're, you're, you're giving it a new life. Um, so, you know, picking it up off the streets, getting it from a shelter, getting it from a rescue group, um, not necessarily rehoming. That's a little bit different. It's not necessarily classified as a rescue, um, although most people who bring a dog into a vet clinic like to say that. Um, you're just, you know, a dog's being rehomed. That's that's a little different. Um, now, other pros, um, you're getting um, a typically less expensive dog that already has vet care on board and established. Typically, they're already spayed and neutered. Typically, they're already vaccinated and dewormed. They're usually, you know, any medical issues that they have are already addressed. And you kind of know what you're walking into. And if it's too much for you to handle, you can, you know, look at a different dog that, you know, has less issues, less um, stuff. Um but they, they are already vetted, and a lot of the times that's included in the cost uh, of the adoption. And the adoption can be anywhere from free. <laughs> Some, um, you know, sometimes they have free adoption days. Sometimes, you know, their humane societies are overcrowded, and so they'll do uh, low-cost adoptions, even though they've already done extensive work on that animal. Um, there are, uh, you know... They, they tend to be significantly cheaper, ranging anywhere from free to 500. I've heard of upwards of seven to 900 for a shelter dog or rescue dog, but those dogs often had extensive medical care um, that, you know, a leg amputation or, you know, extensive things that the shelter is trying to make up some of that money. Um, and the last pro that I have in my pros section, I'm sure there's a ton more that you guys can write in, um, but the last one that I have is uh, mutts typically um, have less medical issues. So a mutt is a dog that is a mix of several breeds. Um, you often don't know what you're getting when you get a dog from a shelter. Sometimes you do get purebred dogs from shelters, but most of the time they are a mix of several breeds and you have no idea what you're getting, but you're getting something super unique and um, special. Um, but they typically, when you mix different breeds together, a lot of the times they have less issues. Now that's not to say that every single one is not gonna have any health issues ever. We all know that is a lie. Um, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. But um, oftentimes they do have less medical issues um, long-term because genetically they are a little bit different. So um, those are the pros that I have for rescue dogs. Um, that is often what I tell people. Um, and, uh, for me, it is more important, um, to me, you're saving a life. It's, you're giving a dog who didn't have a good quality of life or, um, had a, a, a bad, colorful history that, you know, now they have a loving home and they have a chance to be a part of a family and that's super special. So, I love rescue dogs. I am a huge pro of shelter dogs. I'm a huge um, 
you know, I help out a lot of rescue groups. I do a lot of um, work with rescue groups, and I have throughout my career, um, and holds a special place in my heart. So my own personal dog was a rescue dog that I did, in fact, get for free um, a long time ago. He recently passed away. Um and he's very special to me. So that is a pro. Um, and he was the best boy. So to me, rescue dogs are always the way to go. However, there are other options. And let's talk about the pros of getting a dog from a breeder. Uh, a breeder is somebody who um, has specifically bred this dog um, to, you know, bred two dogs together to make babies specifically to sell. Um, oftentimes these dogs will sell from anywhere from a hundred dollars, eighty dollars, seventy-five dollars, depending on where you get them from, upwards of I've heard as high as five thousand, ten thousand dollars for a dog. Yes, you heard me right. Um it, it is real, it does happen. Uh so um when it comes to getting a dog from a breeder. One of the pros is you know what you're getting. You know what dogs were bred together. You know often if they have any issues or what you're expecting. Um, and certain breeds are bred for specific tasks. So like herding or um, sled dogs, uh, hunting, um, you know what you're getting. And different breeds are bred for different tasks. So like a Yorkie would be bred as a lap dog, right? But a lab is specifically bred for hunting, right? Or a German Shepherd, um, some of them are bred to be police dogs specifically. Um, so those are the things that I think about when it comes to getting a dog from a breeder, and that would be a pro. You're, you have a task that you need done, you get a dog to do those tasks. Yes, they're a part of your family. Yes, they, you know, um, you care about them a lot, but they have a job to do and they do their job. Um, now, not every dog from a breeder is bred to do a job. We all know that. Um, most of them are bred to be family dogs and that is okay. Um, also, when you get a dog from a breeder, often you're getting them when they're young. So a pro would be they're a puppy and they're cute as I'll get out. Um, but uh, other things about getting a dog as a puppy, um, you're able to raise them, you're able to train them yourself, you're able to, you know, you know, what their life is, what their memories are going to be, you know, um, that that dog has been loved its entire life. Um, and so to me, those are really special things that you do get when you get a dog from a breeder. Um, when I was very young, uh, we got a dog from a local breeder from the newspaper, $75 for a rat terrier, um, that was bred, you know, backyard breeder, somebody's backyard. Um, and that dog I had from the time that she was, um, I think seven weeks old until she passed away at 12. So those are the special things. Those are the special moments that I think about. Um, and, and those are the pros of getting a dog from a breeder. Um, so that's something to consider. Now, the flip side of that is the cons. And the cons are what everybody is afraid of. That is what everybody worries about. Um, 
there are a lot of cons when it comes to getting a dog from a shelter and there's a lot of cons with getting a dog from a breeder so let's just go ahead and jump into those um, when you get a dog from a uh, rescue group from a um, shelter oftentimes there are behavioral challenges that people don't think about um, you go, you get this, you know, two, three-year-old dog from a shelter and you don't know its history. You don't know what it's been through. You don't know, uh, what, um, is going to trigger him or her. Um, and so there may be some behavioral challenges that you have to overcome, whether that's fear or aggression or, uh, anxiety. Um, that's a big one. Uh, fear of being left behind again. Um, those are things that, you know, we personify our dogs a lot. We um, try and feel what they would feel uh, and how they would feel. And so we do project a lot onto dogs. And I don't know that, you know, it's 100% uh, accurate as far as what dogs, you know, feel and what they remember. But there are a lot of anxieties and fear and aggression that can happen when a dog is left behind by the family that they loved, right? Um, so those are things to think about. Anxiety is a big one. Um, and that's the one that I feel like I see the most often. So that's the one that I usually will remind people about when they're asking me these questions. Um, the other con of getting a dog from a rescue group is training. You have to start from scratch with training and oftentimes they have those um, bad behaviors that were accidentally or intentionally trained into them um, that we don't think about. Um, you know, potty training a two-year-old dog versus potty training a puppy is vastly different. Um, and it can be a massive challenge and a big undertaking for some people. Aside from the other training that you think about that you should be doing and should be thinking about also, like leash training. Um, when we were in veterinary school, there was a club that I was a member of that um, my old roommate was the president of, so I would go to all of their events. Um, and we would go specifically to shelters to work with shelter dogs with leash training. So we would go and we would leash them up and walk them around um, and work with them on sitting and, and, you know, having those better behaviors so that they would be more adoptable. Those are things that people don't think about, but that, you know, people in rescues do take a lot of time to try and do. There are a lot of rescue groups that do a lot of training. I know of two in Portland specifically that work really um, hard with their rescue dogs so that they are the most adoptable they can be. And they're fantastic. Um, however, it does take a lot of training. And there are um, some dogs that the aggression can't be trained out of them. The anxiety can't be trained out of them and they do need to go on medication and there are some challenges that people face and, you know, it wasn't what they were expecting when they adopted a dog from a shelter. So those are cons uh, to think about. Now, the other con um, that I put on my list just, you know, um, as an aside, even though it was also a pro for me for a shelter dog, 
um, is that you are getting a mutt. So while a lot of the times mutts have less health issues, sometimes they have more health issues, meaning they were poorly bred or they have um, uh, other medical conditions that end up being expensive over time. Um, like I said, you're, you're getting a dog from a shelter, so you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes medical issues add up. They can be expensive. That's why I recommend before you get a dog, you have a savings account for that dog specifically so that you have a backup plan in case anything were to happen. Um, if you listen to the podcast episode on uh, money, then you would remember that. That's one of my big um, recommendations when it comes before you get a dog, have that savings account in place. Um, okay, uh, last uh, group that we're going to talk about is the cons for getting a dog from a breeder. And this is my big reason why I recommend getting a dog from a shelter because of the cons of getting a dog from a breeder. Now, um, I have a best friend who is probably listening to this, hopefully, um, and she, for probably about two years, every other week, she would send me a picture of a dog and ask me what breed it was and could she get that dog. And every other week, I would text her right back and be like, this dog is going to have this issue, this issue, and this issue. Um, It's this breed, so those are known problems. When you get a dog from a breeder, you're getting a specific breed of a dog that has known medical issues that are going to happen in the future. Um, For instance, uh, King Charles Cavaliers are going to have heart issues over the age of 10 years old. That is a known fact. We all know it's going to happen. We are all on edge and we listen to their heart super closely because we know that that is a problem in that breed. Uh, boxers uh, are going to have cancer at some point in their life. Hopefully they are a lot older when it happens. They are going to have a tumor or some kind of a cancer. It is a known thing for boxers. Um, same with golden retrievers. A lot of golden retrievers get tumors and there's not much that we can do about it. We know it's going to happen. So Those are things that I think about when it comes to getting a specific breed of dog. I know this dog is going to have these problems. And these are things I try and warn people about when they come in for that puppy visit the very first time. You come in with a, uh, you know, German short hair pointer. And I'm telling you, this dog is going to be neurotic and you've got to have your training on point. Um, Those are known things. Um, so those are things that I tell people, um, specifically when I'm in an exam room with them, you know, when they're puppies, these are the reasons why I typically don't recommend getting specific breeds of dogs, um, because I know there's going to be problems. Um, every breed has something specific that's going to happen. Um, the other con of getting a dog from a breeder is even the best breeders, can unintentionally breed poor genetics without knowing it. Um, and, and they wouldn't know because you breed these two dogs together and then six years go by 
now this dog is having hip dysplasia. Now this dog is having early signs of arthritis and problems. And it was an unintentional um, consequence of breeding these two dogs together that the breeder couldn't have known. Um, And I'm not faulting the breeder. I'm not saying, you know, this is why you shouldn't breed at all. I'm not saying that. Um, Dogs are bred for specific reasons. And I am on board with that. You know, I may breed dogs when I'm retired and older. Who knows? Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying um, these are known things that we as veterinarians worry about when you get a dog specifically from a breeder. So uh, we worry about poor genetics. And there are bad breeders out there that don't care. Uh, There are, you know, breeders out there that are only in it for the money and they don't care what the puppies come out looking like or the problems that are going to have. They just want the money from it. That's what veterinarians worry about when it comes to breeders. Now, am I saying every breeder is like that? No, absolutely not. I know I've got friends that are fantastic breeders and they care a lot about the genetics and they follow those puppies from the time they're born until their time they're 10, 11, 12 years old. And they're fantastic breeders. If there is a problem with, you know, one puppy in a litter, they'll never breed those dogs together again. And they are very adamant about, you know, breed standards. And like I said, they're friends of mine. I I know that they are quality breeders and I'll recommend them to anybody. However, it does happen. So uh, those are things that I think about when it comes to breeding. And those are things that I worry about when it comes to getting a dog from a breeder. Now, you could get the best puppy of your entire life. It is your soul mutt and um, it is everything. And and that's, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. And if that's the case for you, I'm super excited. The only thing, reason why I'm doing this podcast is to give you more information so you can make informed decisions moving forward. Um, other cons when it comes to getting a puppy from a breeder, um, you could be contributing to overpopulation, right? There are hundreds of thousands of dogs in shelters that don't have homes that need homes. And so when you're getting a dog from a breeder, those breeders are going to keep breeding those dogs because people are going to keep buying them. And it's a supply and demand. It's simple economics, Uh, The more you breed, the more money you make, the more you're going to continue breeding. If you can't sell all the puppies um, that you had in that litter, you may not continue breeding. So yes, you are technically contributing to overpopulation. And yes, you probably could have gotten a dog from a shelter that needed a home. So those are things that I think about as a con for getting a dog from a breeder. The last con that I have for you for getting a dog from a breeder is that they are expensive. It is expensive to buy that fancy dog breed that you've wanted your entire life that you're finally getting. You're paying $2,000, $3,000 for a puppy. And then you have to turn around and pay another few hundred dollars to $1,000 for veterinary care, for you know spaying and neutering, for... Um, vaccines, for deworming, for any issues that pop up with that puppy, Um, foreign body surgeries, 
because they ate something they probably shouldn't have and now it's stuck. Those are things that I think about when it comes to getting a puppy. And yes, you were able to afford the two to $3,000 that you saved up for that puppy, but do you have savings in place for when that puppy needs something? So those are things that I think about. Those are pros and cons of getting a dog from a rescue, getting a dog from a breeder. Obviously, you know where I stand based on, you know, what I've said throughout this podcast. Um, You can get a dog from a breeder. It is not wrong. They are bred for specific purposes and um, they're cute and it's amazing. And I'm super excited for each and every one of you to get a new puppy. Um, But those are things that I've been thinking about lately and I thought I would put pen to paper voice to podcast and uh, let you guys know what's been on my brain. So um, this is what I tell people anytime they ask me. um, And this is what I'm telling you today. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Give it five stars, please. And uh, send me pictures of your cute puppies. DM me on Instagram and show me pictures of your cute puppies because I want to see them. Okay, have a fantastic week and uh, giving you my best. I hope uh, this helps make your new pup in your life your best pet. Have a great day. Bye. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Uh, If you found it helpful, send it to somebody you think it would help too. Um, You can like, comment, share this pod on Insta. It's your best pet pod. Um, And if you love this podcast, five stars only, please, at the bottom, uh, I'd really appreciate it. It helps the pod grow and reach more people. Until next time, hope you're living life with your best pet. We'll see you next week.